A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And wow, this is all tangled up. My headphone cable is all tangled up. Let's get that done, untangled, so I can actually move. <sighs> okay, here we go. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm recording this on a Saturday because yesterday, which was Friday the 2nd, I was exhausted. I went to bed at 9.30 which is uh, about the time I'm recording this right now. So we got some, let's go through some updates. Uh, first, uh, if you want to use our referral program, we'll just do this at the start. It is Serena, S-E-R-E-N-A-D-2103. And that kind of, we'll talk about the new um, referral program that Tesla has. But... Uh, I think if four people use that, four, which is a very small percentage, it's a fraction of a percentage of the people that listen to this podcast. If four people use that and buying solar or a car, we can get a Founder Series Powerwall, which is red. And I would like a Powerwall. So if you are out there and you're considering buying a uh, Tesla product, consider using our, our mine, my wife's and I, our uh, power, our code, please. All right. Let's see here. Uh, something that I like. We'll just get that out of the way. Start off. I've been reading this series for the last couple, I think it was the last three years, called The Wolf of the North. Actually, I found it uh, in 2016, I think. Anyway, it's a really good story. It's about a guy who is... Um, a warrior, kind of uh, Games of Thronesy times, medievalish times. There's not a lot of magic or dragons or anything like that. He comes from a small village. Some things happen, um, and then he has to go on a quest or several quests, but one overall arching quest. That's um, a really good book. The third one is out. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some things in there. I was like, oh man, you're reaching a little bit. Mr. Duncan Hamilton, but if you want to check it out and you like those kinds of stories, Games of Thrones type books, I would highly suggest it. It's called the it's the Wolf of the North series by Duncan Hamilton. Really, really good. Uh, next update, Patreon. I'm going to set up a Patreon. There's a lot of things that I'd like to do with this podcast. Um, I was going through some stuff to get taxes ready. And I added up what I spent on this podcast last year, and then I, I shared that information with my wife, and she was shocked. I was also shocked. It was a lot. Um, it was a lot. It, it was uh, quite a bit more than what I thought it was going to be. Not going to lie. 
but that's okay. I don't mind spending the money on this, the, the podcast, uh, but I would like to do other things, and that's going to require um, some money to get that kind of going. So if you want to support the podcast, I would really appreciate it. If you don't, that's fine. I will continue to uh, deliver this without uh, fail, uh, mostly without fail. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll more on that next week because I'm um, at the moment I I haven't quite finished setting everything up. But just to give you a heads up, next is the Talking Tesla podcast went away. I've th- mentioned this on the podcast, this podcast before. That is my favorite podcast. I love listening to those guys. They're very smart. They're really funny, super entertaining. It's hands down the best Tesla podcast um ever and and as far as i'm concerned but there are they're going on hiatus they're not going away forever but they're going on hiatus and that bums me out uh because i really enjoy listening to them and hopefully they'll come back soon um and hopefully they will in fact come back fingers crossed i know they're going to still do their youtube stuff and they got big events that they'll come back for but uh yeah it's a real bummer uh, let's see. Next up, I have some videos. I, I found some videos for you guys. One second, please. Got to correct my iPad. Don't you hate it when your iPad's trying to choose between landscape and uh, portrait? It's a real pain in the rear. Okay, so... Here are the videos that I found for you guys that will be in the show notes. Uh, First thing is five things that these guys hate about their EV, which is technically five things they hate about their Model 3, which I'm not going to... Spoiler alert, it's mostly just the interface. Um, Marquez, the second video is Marquez Brownlee reviews a Model 3. It's really good. Marquez Brownlee is super smart and very entertaining, and he really uh, does a good job... Um, providing context and and giving you the the best information he's really really good i highly suggest watching his stuff um the third video is monroe and associates tears down a model three and they talk about the build quality this guy who there's a on the video he's a little bit of a whiner I mean, Tesla might have build quality issues. I'm not going to deny that. But this guy is just, he broke his hand in an AT, broke his wrist in an ATV accident. And he's upset because he has to use his two hands to open up the, the handle. But if he wasn't in an ATV accident, he wouldn't have to use two hands to open up the door handle. So, I mean, it kind of seems like that's your problem and not Tesla's problem with the door handles. I don't know. He seemed a little nitpicky. Um, but door handles, uh, window seals are haphazardly pieced together. And these are these things are probably true. And it takes a lot of effort and time to open up the trunk and the hood. There's another video, uh, fourth video, about that shows Faraday Future's headquarters. I put this in here because Faraday Future is, while it's like it's on death watch, it's still kicking. And there is even, and I put this in the... Shown, uh, I put this in the uh, website on the website, but Faraday Future is actually uh, some executives went away and started their own company. And Faraday Future is suing those guys because they said they took intellectual property with them. So Faraday Future is still uh, going, 
and um, maybe the ghost of Faraday Future, which is probably going to get sued soon out of existence. They're still going. So uh, let's see how. Next thing. Uh, there's a video of talking about how Tesla is partnering with 800 Home Depots to put in their, their Tesla Energy solar panels and power walls. I, I looked it up. There's 2,200-ish Home Depot stores in America. So that's a little bit more than a third of the stores that they're putting the solar and the, the power walls in. Um, solar City had a similar contract with Home Depot, so we'll see where this goes. They're also talking to Lowe's. So this next section, I was wondering what we would call it, right? Because I couldn't, like, news headlines. Like, headlines is something that Daily Tech News Show does, and I kind of modeled it off of their thing, but I don't want to exactly rip them off. So um, I'm trying to do mine a little bit different, but I was thinking either news bites or news nibbles. Let me just think about that. Uh, but the first one, these are just short little updates, I guess. Just, just a short little bite of news. Something that I normally wouldn't have talked about because it was such a small story. And actually, all the stories today probably could have fell under this, this small section. There wasn't, um, there wasn't a ton of deep news. Next week, we'll get the earnings reports. And then uh, and I think it'll be more of a news day. But anyway, so this is Fred Lambert. He says... Tesla has started building Model 3s with dual motors ahead of the launch. According to the Model 3 Design Studio, Tesla will deliver its first dual motors in spring of 2018. So what does that mean? That means sometime in between March and June or December of 2018, we'll get dual motors. And that's very exciting because I know a lot of people are waiting on dual motors. And that should actually... Right now, as they work their way through, that should add another bit of complexity <laughs> to something that, I don't know. I don't know how many people are waiting on dual motors, but that's just going to add another comp, uh, piece of the, the puzzle that makes it more complicated and slower for these cars to get out. And I really just want Tesla to have a super successful quarter, and then they can start doing this stuff. But like I said, we'll find out February 7th how they did. Maybe they did have a successful quarter. I don't know. Uh, next thing... Uh, this is Simon Alvarez at Teslarati, and this is talking about Tesla's new referral program. So if you're a Model X or a Model S owner, you can still give free supercharging to um, a friend if they use your code. Uh, one to two uh, referrals, you'll get a signature black wall charger with Elon's uh, signature etched on it. Or you could get a Model S, a child-sized Model S. Uh, if you get three referrals, you could get 21-inch arachnid wheels for the Model S or 22-inch forged turbine wheels for the Model X. I've never been a fan of wheels. I don't, I mean, I want the car to look nice, but I don't care about wheels. I don't understand wheels. I know a lot of people love them, but I don't understand them personally. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you get three or uh, the other one, uh, if you get three referrals, you can get a Model S or a Model X for a week to drive around and do what you want with. And if you already have one of those cars or both of them, then you could give that prize to a friend and they can drive it around for a week, which is fun and nice. For referrals, you get a uh, 
Founder Series Powerwall 2. Five, you get an invitation to the un, an invitation to an unveiling event. Read into that model Y and how soon is that going to happen next quarter? Maybe are we looking at like around June ish? Um, who knows? Um, and then if you get five referrals, you get the option to buy the solar roof first, which is funny. You get the option to spend at least seventy thousand dollars. If you've referred five um, five people to get a Tesla Model S or Model X, uh, but one of the cool things is, is one winner each week will get to race a giant electric semi truck, Tesla semi truck, around their test track. Uh, there will be additional prizes and trophies for the best times. Um, each friend who signs up for our newsletter, this is their thing, through our referral link, uh, gets gets each of you an entry. So if you have a friend that uses the, the, like if you use my referral and you sign up, we both get an entry into the contest, I guess. And that can be tracked through the test lab. Um, now, if you have, if you have uh, solar panels, but you don't have a car, you can still give people the five-year extended warranty. Um, one to four uh, referrals you get between this is for solar panel owners, not for the cars. Four to seven hundred fifty dollars in credit or cash. Four hundred dollars cash or seven hundred fifty dollars in credit for each installed referral. And I wonder if you could use that credit for a power wall. Um, I bet you could. Um, credits are valid for twelve months, and da 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 da. Five referrals, you get a power wall too, and that's really what I would like. Um, but yeah, and the solar people are, they're also, um, eligible for the semi-race competition. This next story is from Fred Lambert. Soon you'll be able to, um, soon your Model S and Model X will adjust the radio or the audio to, um, drown out the wind and the road noise, which I don't know why this isn't a thing already. This should be a thing. Um, also they have, uh, the Model S and Model X will get auto steering wheel warmer, which I have a steering wheel warmer in Arizona. It, it very rarely use it, but when we go up North, that is so nice. I'm not going to lie. Um, let's see. And then the finally in the little news bits or news nibbles or news bites, Tesla is going to release another update for autopilot soon. And let's all, let's all cross our fingers. Take a moment, cross your fingers. Hopefully, this doesn't have to be the best update in the world. This doesn't have to solve all of the problems, but this needs to be a good enough update where people are like, oh, wow, this is a lot better than it was before. It's still far from perfect, but it's way better than it was before. So let's, fingers crossed, hopefully that happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As I'm... I'm I'm doing research, not because I'm going to do anything with this, but I find it interesting on drones and LIDAR and how they're using that in agriculture and, and uh, like for farming and things like that and how they're using it for uh, to find cracks and pipelines and things like that. And as dumb as li a LIDAR looks on the Waymo vans that drive around Phoenix, I'm not going to lie, that 
LiDAR is really, really fascinating. <laughs> and it, it's really cool. And it seems like Tesla could advance so much further if they chose to do LiDAR versus cameras and sensors. Because right now, they're not using all the cameras. I don't know if they're using all the sensors. But we'll see. They have a plan. Hopefully, it improves with every update and doesn't get worse. Okay, let's get to the news. This is Teslarati Simon Alvarez. So Elon announced uh, the new boring company, latest fundraiser effort, and I'm pretty sure you guys already know what this is, but it's a flamethrower or not a flamethrower, and we'll talk about more about that in a second. But you can buy a flamethrower, boring company flamethrower, for $500, or you can buy an extinguisher for $30, a boring company extinguisher for $30. Um, the boring company extinguisher is just a regular extinguisher extinguisher that you could buy for much cheaper, according to the website, the boring company website, with a boring company st sticker on it. My tongue is too big for my mouth sometimes. La -la -la. Get a drink. One more second. All right, let's try again. Yeah. Um, so I can't buy um, a boring company flamethrower. My wife would absolutely lose her mind because I, I spend money on dumb stuff, but that would be really dumb. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I could get the extinguisher and I'll give it away on the show. Well, here's the thing. The last time I gave something away on the show, I ended up giving away more than I had originally planned because I was like, it's Christmas. Let's do that. And shipping cost me way more than I thought it would. And I'm not going to say how much more, but it was a lot. It was way more than the products actually cost. So, um, and I was happy to do that, but I don't know how much it's going to cost to have the, it's going to cost $15 to have it shipped to me. I don't know what it's going to cost in addition to have it shipped somewhere else for a $30 extinguisher. So I have a plan and I'm going to do another giveaway soon and it's going to be linked to the Patreon thing, which I will talk about next week. But it will be much smaller than a flamethrower or an extinguisher. Something that's easy to ship. Let's see. Yeah, I thought about, I was like, I could buy five of these. And then I started doing the math for shipping. I was like, ah, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Um, Because my wife would get mad at me. So the flamethrower, it looks like it shoots between three and five feet of flame. It looks really cool. The videos look awesome. Um, I'm not really sure what you would use it for other than um, a couple times you're like, ooh, this is really fun. But here's the thing. Tesla is having a hard time shipping a flamethrower some, through some shipping companies and to some countries. So they relabeled it to not a flamethrower, and it seems to have fixed the problem seems weird. Sorry, I hit the pop filter with my coffee cup. So not a flamethrower and all of a sudden now they can ship this thing. Which I think is funny. Um, let's see. Huh. The Both the flamethrower and the extinguisher are sold out. So if you are just hearing about this and you want to go buy one, you can't unless you get it off of eBay and then you can spend between $800 and $3,000 to buy one. $3,000 is a little bit ambitious. $800 to $1,200 is probably most of what everybody's selling it for on eBay. But some people 
are asking between twenty-five and forty-five thousand dollars because it's a limited edition, sold out. They'll never be made again. So, uh, Tesla has sold twenty thousand flamethrowers, raised ten million dollars. Now, out of that, I don't know how much they had to pay for the flamethrowers, um, and no word on how many extinguishers they sold. But here's the thing: if you bought one of the flamethrowers, you got an extinguisher for free, which is really nice. And it does look like Tesla is manufacturing, or not Tesla, I'm sorry, the boring companies manufacturing these themselves. Because when I looked online, and I didn't do an extensive search, but I looked online to try and find uh, a flamethrower, and it probably took about five minutes of searching. I couldn't find one that looked exactly like the one that they're offering. It kind of makes me think that maybe they just came up with a design and they're just having a manufactured, and they can do $10 million, $20,000 one-offs so who knows what they cost let's say it cost half they still get five million dollars let's say it cost um you know three quarters they're still at two and a half million dollars of profit not including what they made on the smoke state uh fire extinguishers so that's pretty good um you can't most most businesses would kill for that i mean it happened in less than a week they sold they made two and a half million dollars in less than a week uh, if Elon would have let this go for three weeks, they, they probably could have quadrupled that easily. It's amazing. Uh, amazing. Companies would kill for that profit margin in a year, much less a week. So you have to hand it to Elon and the magic of marketing that he brings. Um, next story. This is from Green Car Reports, which is really good. And John Volkler Man, I said that last name, right? Uh, The Trump administration will ask Congress for a 72% cut in the Energy uh, Department's Renewable Energy and Energy Efficiency Programs. Uh, This story is not... This is based off of an unreleased draft of the budget request that Trump's asking for. So we don't know if this is... um, if this is something that he will ask for, if it's just being kicked around, um, but it's just, you know, good idea to be aware of it. But if you want my personal opinion, because I am not a liberal and I am not a conservative. I've mentioned on this podcast several times I'm a libertarian, but I have views that fall outside of libertarian views. I have views that fall outside in more into liberal views. I have views that fall into more of Republican views, much like almost everybody out there. Um, I do not understand the people who are like, I am a Democrat or I'm a liberal, depending on what part of the world you're from. So I'm just going to have these ideas and anything that goes outside of the ideas that were set up for me, those are wrong. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I am not somebody who thinks that we should be, um, we should just give up on fossil fuels and things like that. I do think we are supposed to be transitioning out of them um, and going that direction to renewable energy. But if we were just to go 100% renewable energy, it would be very bad for a very long time until it catches up. It would make us um, really work hard on that, um, on on the research side of things, because it would just kind of be feast or famine, burn the boats, can't go back. But on the other side, we need fossil fuels around for a while. Having said that, the Trump administration continues to kiss the butts behinds 
of fossil fuels in the coal industry, calling it clean coal, clean this, clean that, and it's not clean. Let's call it what it is. Like if we needed coal, great, but I don't think we do. We still need fossil fuels, but I don't. At this point, I think we're 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 past coal. Maybe in some small circumstances, we still need coal for um, energy production, but I don't think it's as much as as it once was, and we don't need to go back to it. We don't need to reverse. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like I'm, maybe I'm leaving you confused. In one way, yes, we need to go to renewables, but in another way, we need to, we need the fossil fuels and a little bit of the coal to bolster us through that transition. That's what I'm saying. That's what I, that's what I believe. Um, and I'm hoping at some point we'll be mostly off fossil fuels and we'll off coal and on renewable energy and everything will be good. Like I am, I'm all for that. Uh, let's see. Can't stand that guy. Uh, anyway, uh, next is uh, Fred Lambert. Let's see. Uh, yes. Tesla is moving 1,500 employees to um, some new offices in Fremont. Um, they're expanding. According uh, to Tesla, energy sales, service, marketing, and marketing workers, along with general and administrative employees, will be housed at Tesla's new Fremont offices. That's a quote. Uh, as it stands, Tesla has over 33,000 employees worldwide. And they are growing and they're doing more things and they have more products, although some of them are having been have some of them have not been released. Two of them have been announced but not released. Uh, one of them is waiting to be well, I guess two of them is waiting the Model Y and the, the pickup truck are waiting to be announced. They're kind of sitting there in the wings. You have the Model 3 that we're having a hard time with, and you have the Model S and the Model X, which seem to be doing pretty good. Um so it makes sense that the company's growing. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to get done. So it makes sense that they're going to have to move into something bigger. And Elon has said in the past that he would like to make Tesla headquarters, although they didn't call this the headquarters, but he would like to make Tesla headquarters uh, nicer. Not like Google nice. He said, we're not making money hand over fist like Google is. In fact, they're not making any money at all. But uh, nice. You know, put in a restaurant and make it a nice clean place for people to come to work. That's really all people need. One second, I'm going to take a drink. Okay. Here's another Tesla story. Tesla is raising over $500 million. And this is interesting um, because it's backed by Model S and Model X leases. Investors are eager to buy the debt. And... Um, it's thought that if this works, that Tesla's going to use this tactic in the future. So Model 3 leases come out, they'll sell the debt of the Model 3 leases, for instance. Or they'll finance the, the debt of the Model 3 leases uh, to get more capital to build more things, like the things that we were just talking about. Um, as I said earlier in the podcast, Tesla will release its fourth quarter results uh, February 7th, and we'll talk about that next week. And that'll probably be most of what the show is because I haven't done a full um, uh, financial release. I, I missed the last one. So um, I, I like doing those. I don't know if you guys like listening to them, but I like doing them. 
it kind of gives an idea of what direction Tesla is going. And finally, uh, last one, the Associated Press is reporting that Nikola, the other side of Tesla, Nikola is uh, is a company that's building tes- uh, semis. I was going to say Tesla semis. They're building hydrogen semis, and they're also building um, like uh, they do solar panels. Um, I'm sure they do battery systems somewhere in there, but they also have like um, sand rail type vehicles, uh, four wheel drive, uh, really fun looking vehicles to drive. And then, uh, for off-roading and they're also working on, an, th- th- those are all electric and they're also working on an electric jet jet ski, which all of this sounds, um, very fun. The name seems a little me too ish. Maybe they should have thought of a different name, but whatever, this is where they're going. Um, but they are building a plant in Buckeye, Arizona, which is not whole really that far from where I am. Uh, Buckeye is a huge; it's bigger than the city of Phoenix, landmass-wise. Um, so Buckeye is this huge area. So they were going to build uh, a million square foot plant in Buckeye, uh, north of the I-10 somewhere, and it's going to bring in two thousand jobs. They've already started building the plant. Um, but it's going to be for their hydrogen-powered semi-truck. Now, this is interesting because we're along the road, along the path of delivering your goods across the United States. Where do you fill up on hydrogen? It's hard enough to fill up on... Um, it's hard enough to imagine where they're going to fill up with the Tesla semi-charger, the megacharger, which Tesla's in talks with people who have pre-ordered to install megachargers at different locations. One second, please. <coughs> so sorry. Um, but where are they going to get the hydrogen? As bad as the the infrastructure for charging electric vehicles is, the hydrogen in the United States, um, where they're going to do that at, is way worse. I don't even know where there's a hydrogen power station. I do know that some uh, city buses run off of hydrogen. There are probably some commercial vehicles local that run off of hydrogen. So I don't know if they're planning on keeping these trucks local um so they'll go out they'll do the deliveries they'll come back at the end of the day fill up with hydrogen next day start all over again i don't know but it's definitely something uh to keep an eye on but here's the good here's what i feel is the good thing is that's a huge um that's a huge boon for arizona we have lucid motors in the east valley which as far as i know still haven't broken ground but i don't know i haven't checked but we have Lucid Motors in the East Valley, and we have Nikola Motors in the West Valley. And Arizona, despite what you read in the newspaper, if you're not from here, Arizona is actually a pretty decent place. We have some yahoos, and yeah, we have some yahoos that even run our state. Uh, but in general, the people of Arizona are smart, they're educated, um, they're really nice, and this is a great place to bring a tech company, and I'm really happy that they are... Um, we have two up and coming, hopefully, fingers crossed, electric car companies, um, in Arizona. And I know Nikola Motors, I just said they were doing hydrogen, but the hydrogen is converted into electricity. So technically it's still an electric car, even though it's powered from hydrogen. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Arizona is a great place. It's pretty affordable to live here. 
Um, we have a lot of infrastructure already. Uh, power doesn't go out very often here, sometimes in the summer times, but most of the time we don't, we don't have like these, uh, huge storms that knock power out. You know, sometimes there's brownouts and things like that, but there's, you can install generators and things like that to get around that. Um, but anyway, I'm really happy to see that they're coming. Um, yeah. And hopefully they're going to move their whole, their whole, like their research and development and their, um, company headquarters they're all going to transfer to um arizona from utah so this is all very exciting all right that is our show i tried to make it a little bit shorter so i apologize that it got a little long um but let's talk about how to contact me all right uh if you want to email me and uh more and more people email me throughout the week um then before i love getting your emails um everybody is nice uh they have good feedback if they're providing feedback or they just have something nice to say or something more to say on a topic i love those inner the the talking back and forth and interacting with folks so please email me if you have something to say it's bodie at b-o-d-i-e at 918digital.com my twitter handle is at 918digital you can call the show 918-401-0071 and you can leave a message and be on the show. The website where I find I'll put like all of the fun stuff that I didn't have time to talk about. I put that on kilowatt.bz. That's kilowatt.boyz. So go to that website, check it out. I still need to do some um, updates, but hopefully I'll that'll be done. Maybe not tonight, but tomorrow right before the Super Bowl. Um, and I love football. Brian Urlacher was Chicago Bears linebacker. He just got into the Hall of Fame. Love the Bears. I love Brian Urlacher. I don't care about tomorrow's game at all. I kind of just hope the Patriots lose and everything goes away. But then on the other side, it'd be really nice if Tom Brady got a win and just retired. So, um, you know, what? so many ways for this to go. <laughs> But I'll watch the game because I like football, and it won't be football for a while unless you include the XFL. Anyway, this is too much American stuff. Leave a review for the podcast, please, because that really helps. iTunes is preferred because I don't know where else you can leave a review. But our increased number of downloads, I'm assuming it's because we have an increased number of across the world, increased number of reviews. And if you want to support the show that way, I would really appreciate it because it really does help. Uh, and then I have uh, sticker packs for iOS. It's just a way that I help pay for the show. It, I only get like $6 and 6 to $10 a month, but it, it helps kind of pay for the hosting or part of the hosting. So go to the show notes, look at the sticker packs. For all the videos that I mentioned, That's those are all be in the show notes. And if you listen to the podcast on Overcast and you listen on the the auto where it, uh, it automatically uh, just picks a speed for you, the way that I talk, that I listened to last week's show on Overcast and I never listened to the show, but I was like, well, let's see how it sounds. I listened to it on Apple Podcasts and it sounded okay. I still sound like a dweeb, but then I listened to it on overcast and the way my speech patterns are 
it, I don't think that lends very good to that option. So if you listen to Overcast and you're like, man, this guy's voice is really bugging me because it bugged me, uh, check to see if that's on and then just turn it off uh, if you want and see if, if you like my voice better. I don't know why you would, but maybe you would. Um, just for whatever reason, the way I talk, it just clips at a weird, it just makes me sound very um, punchy in my the way that I talk. So maybe I'm just being really sensitive. But anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. I hope everybody enjoys the Super Bowl tomorrow if you watch. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And next week, we will talk about Tesla's financials. Have a great week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.